Good morning, Buckners. It is Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. The lovely and talented Steve Wolfong checks in from the capital city of Indiana. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Going well here in the Indianapolis suburbs. The sun is out. The weather's picking up a little bit. We're sending it down I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus. This is not a lie. Yesterday in my backyard, several inches of snow, it melted off. Pure sunshine, and then more snow, and then it melted off. So I have no idea what the heck is going on. Ohio at this time of year is like being in the damn twilight zone. However, we can bring some clarity to the situation and talk recruiting, which is what we always do here. And after a Wednesday later in the month, we are often talking about the top 247 being updated. Where we're going to attack it today, several of the dudes who rank very high on the list will be visiting Ohio State in June. Thankfully, the visit pandemic regulations have been lifted. Visits will begin again on June 1st. Ohio State will get visits from Eni White, Omari Abler, Xavier Nwankwa, Tyler Brooker, Nicholas Singleton, and Gavin Sawchuk are scheduled to come in June. And we're going to talk about each one as they've moved up the list. You've done a lot of work on Philadelphia native Eni White. Bring us up to speed on the defensive end. Well, from that group that you listed, I would put him on the I would put him on the list of probably one of the bigger long shots. You know, uh, I think that he's more than likely going to play in the SEC, at, uh, Alabama or um, Georgia. Florida's in there pushing hard. Uh, um, Clemson, Texas A&M are some other schools in the mix. He's got the official set to Ohio State. He's been communicating with Larry Johnson and Ryan Day. But he's one where I don't, you know, Ohio State's in the game, but I don't particularly like their chances as much as some of the other guys you named. As long as he doesn't go to Penn State. Next up, out of Texas, defensive end Omari Abor. Here's one where I think Ohio State has a great chance, and I think that there's some other people around this recruitment that think Ohio State's really in the thick of this one as they battle Oklahoma and Texas A&M and a few others for Omari Abor, who's one of the more coveted pass rushers from the Lone Star State. Do you think Ohio State's, I don't want to say dominance, but excellence recruiting Texas has had any effect on Abor? Are there any common threads there? I think it's more their excellence of producing edge rushers and having guys that are getting drafted high and uh, then performing well in the NFL. I think that um, that that is more relevant in this recruitment. I mean, Ohio State's a national brand, as you know, and, and uh, their trips to the college football playoff, they're the Big Ten power. And then on top of that, Coach Day and, and Coach Larry Johnson do a good job of recruiting top targets. I'm hoping all defensive ends hold off on their recruitment until they see what Jack Sawyer and Zach Harrison do to the world this year. Combine that with Larry Johnson, and I think the red carpet will be much trampled upon. A guy we're going to get to a little bit later, Tyler Booker. Yeah, the Buckeyes are in the thick of this one. When Tyler Booker's recruitment first started, he had himself kind of pegged as a Big Ten guy. Uh, He's from the East Coast. He's from Connecticut. But since he transferred to IMG, uh, he's comfortable down there in the Sunshine State, and it's really opened his mind up on playing in the SEC. And I kind of like where Georgia and Alabama are positioned for Tyler Booker right now. Florida's in the thick of it. Ohio State's obviously in the top five alongside Oregon. Um, you know, we'll see what happens on these official visits, but he's one that I think Ohio State will have to really fight for to land. I, I, I kind of like Georgia and Alabama's position right now. 
in terms of driving time, the SEC schools are behind us here. Iowa native Xavier Nwangpa, really one of the better safety prospects I've seen in a bit. Yeah, he's a terrific player that's had a terrific offseason shining on both sides of the ball on the seven-on-seven circuit, but he's long and rangy and and still has a ton of physical upside. We just love him as a prospect. Um, Ohio State's near the top of the list for him. Um, Texas A&M and and Notre Dame are are two schools that he's certainly battling, or that Ohio State's certainly battling. And look for LSU to get an official as well. But going into the official visits, Ohio State's in, in a really good spot for X. Yeah, I feel like that's going to come down to Ohio State and Notre Dame. Couple- Don't sleep on those Aggies. He visited earlier than in the spring and is now going back for an official. I got to see that one to believe it. I'm with you, but it's just too out there for me. A couple running backs, Nick Singleton and Gavin Sawchuck. Yeah, so Ohio State's just got a ton of talented running backs on the board, and those are two that are really looking hard at Ohio State. As things go right now, I, I like the Buckeyes for Dallin Hayden. I think that he's... Uh, the back that'll be in the class uh, going into the official visits and he's visiting in June. Uh, Gavin Sawchuck has Ohio State in the top three or four. and uh, um, They have a good relationship with coach Tony Alford and, and I think you know Ohio State's even closer to the top of the list for Nicholas Singleton so it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with his trips um, but I, I still like the Buckeyes for Dallin Hayden uh, who had a terrific junior season down at Memphis Christian Brothers. I think we're legally binded to ask you this question. The top 247 number one player did not change. That is Quinn Ewers. It's fair to say everything is all systems go with Quinn. I'm sure Texas is doing everything they can to get him to rethink his decision, but I haven't heard anything to make me think that he's not going to be playing for the Buckeyes down the road. Uh, uh, you know, He's got a terrific relationship with Corey Dennis. Ohio State was the first program to offer him. Back when he was in middle school um, at a camp, he's been working with Coach Dennis for a long time. And, you know, Ohio State's track record at the position is pretty awesome. Generally speaking, now that the top 247 has been updated, where do you see Ohio State in the quest to be the number one school? Well, they're in the they're in the thick of it. You know, obviously they have the number one pound for pound class right now. George is number one overall. You know, I think when it's all said and done, you got four schools to keep an eye on. And it's Ohio State, Georgia. Uh, Alabama and LSU, I think those will be your contenders for the number one class. So as much as things change, they obviously still stay the same. We're going to take a quick break, come back, get into more Cruton. We are back. Steve is back from a trip recently to IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, arguably the top football factory in the United States right now. They rolled out the red carpet for Steve and several other 24-7 sports staffers, kind of 24-7 sports day at IMG. Take us through kind of what IMG is. I think it's kind of a fascinating place that a lot of people know about, but don't know details about. And then obviously they have a few guys on the team that Ohio State is recruiting heavily. Yeah, uh, we were there for the first day of spring practice. So there was a buzz in the air. The kids were excited to be on the field. They had a strong off season there. You know, the kids live there. And so the off season is a is, you know, pretty intense for them because they're down there for football. And so they're getting it in with their strength and conditioning program. And, but they were chomping out the bit to get on the field and have some pads on and, and pop a little. And, and, and it was raining, but it was in the 70s. So that, you know, I was still in a golf shirt and shorts and was comfortable despite the rain. Uh, um, but uh, uh, again, that 
you look at that coaching staff, Dan, it's a bunch of NFL guys, a bunch of longtime NFL guys, Chris Dishman coaching the DBs, Mike Sellers coaching the running backs, Jeff Blake's out there working with the quarterbacks. Pepper Johnson is a, is a coach on staff. And, and I know I left some guys out there, but you get the idea. A lot of longtime NFL vets working with these kids and really pouring into them too. Um, Desmond Tardy's coaching the receivers. He's from the Midwest, played at Purdue. Uh, um, but it, it, it was an exciting, the kids were excited. Some of the, some of the kids on the team, it was their first practice with IMG as they transferred in. And so, uh, but, it, but it was intense and, and they were going hard and it was well organized and it was exactly what you would think it would be. It's run like a college football program. I had the chance to cover Mike Sellers and Chris Dishman when they were with the Redskins. Mike Sellers is one of the biggest, toughest dudes you will ever see in your lifetime. That's a fact. Talk about the facility itself. I've always kind of wondered what it's like. Is it like just the most beautiful place you've ever been when it comes to a sports facility? It's like a college campus. Um, they got a bunch of uh, world-class athletes that go to school there and train in other sports, you know. And so there's some real serious people. I know we know the uh, IMG football program and IMG basketball program. And, and obviously those athletes have great ambition but they're sharing the sidewalks and, and cafeteria with people that have ambition of winning a gold medal and things like that as well. So it's just an interesting place, uh, but it's a pretty serene campus. When we were there, there was a big soccer tournament going on on campus also uh, not too far away. And, and uh, But they have, they have great facilities. And I know that college programs, when they go and visit IMG, Sometimes they're taking notes on the side of what IMG has. And do we have that in our own facility and in our own weight room? All right. They've got some good personnel there. Ohio State really isn't in on as many guys as they are there per usual. But there are three. Tyler Booker, who we discussed. Then let us know about Malik Muhammad and Janelle Aguero. Well, those are a couple underclassmen that have Ohio State near the top of their list. I think with Janelle Aguero, Ohio State's the school he knows the most about right now. Um, but his recruitment's just getting started. And then Malik Muhammad, you know, the best of the best are recruiting him. I kind of got an Alabama vibe early on for him, but there's no question Ohio State's also uh, close to the top for the Texas native. Let's move on to one other topic as we finish up here. When we last talked, I asked you who Ohio State was going to target in the class of 2023 at quarterback. And you said Malachi Nelson, the Californian. It does seem like he's going to make his decision soon. And Ohio State was not going to be in the mix. And we discussed this before the show. You know, at Ohio State, when you're recruiting quarterbacks, they're often not intimidated at all by the guy who came before him. I think if you look at the room right now, that's clear. However... It is different when that guy coming is Quinn Ewers. Do you think that's going to have an effect? Because it looks like Malachi Nelson is going to say no to the Buckeyes. Yeah, I think that it'll be a little tougher to recruit a quarterback behind Quinn Ewers than that normal blue chip guy just because of the reputation Quinn has and just how it's expected for him to you know, come in and compete with great players already, but eventually when it, you know, it's going to be his time and his show at some point and you're going to have to wait wait him out I mean I think that that's uh I think that he's not your he's he's a unique blue chip quarterback in that sense with just the the reputation he has and, and rightfully so with the with the talent level um that he has so you know obviously it's Ohio State and you're recruiting the best of the best and kids know that when you're when you come to Ohio State you're 
you know, there's going to be great players already there and there's going to be great players coming in behind you. But I do get the sense that it might be a little bit different with Quinn Ewers. We appreciate him traveling all across the country to bring us great information. He's the best there is. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Appreciate you all. See you on the front row.